Greetings, dear listeners. That was a little ditty I once wrote called The Day I Became Evil. Welcome to my debut podcast, which I've decided to call Last of Your Kind. A series of interviews with creative and interesting people who I believe to be true one-offs, real deals, the genuine articles. Some I have never met before, but I admire from afar. Some I've been lucky enough to cross paths with. For those who don't know me, my name is Ed Harcourt, and my first victim of tentative interrogation is none other than the genial and wonderfully disturbed Ralph Steadman. Artist, writer, satirist, singer and poet. A true genius of a man that I've followed since my days of discovering fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Whilst obviously diving headfirst like a rabidly enthusiastic beaver in a petrified forest, and drowning in Hunter's visceral and monstrously wonderful text, I recall being immediately struck by the dark, chaotic, and brilliantly weird illustrations, and the name Ralph Steadman hooked into me from that fateful day on. Never, in my wildest dreams or nightmares, would I have ever thought that Ralph might honour me with a picture, let alone the very front cover of my new record, which is called Furnaces. Just wait until you see the cover. Um, so I guess that's why I managed to cajole him into talking to me and uh, being involved in this wretched podcast. My manager, Sean, um, made our way down on the train past the River Medway and then into the green pastures of Kent. And once we arrived, Ralph... Anna and Sadie, their daughter, played the ever-welcoming hosts, and I have to say, it was one hell of a day. <sighs> Apart from my interview technique, which is pretty damn pathetic. Something I hope to improve in due course. Also interesting, having to listen to one's own recorded voice, truly an abomination in itself. So, without further ado, here's some people ruminating about serious issues and... Maybe veering into some less serious episodes of delusional grandeur. Thanks for listening. What? Is, what are you saying? Like, what is the what? What is, what's my, what's my memory? Do you want any? Do you want to say something else? What? What? <laughs> what? I'm not setting up already. God's sake, man! I can't deal with it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Well, actually, I'd like to talk about um, the Rogues Gallery first and how we met. <laughs> Trying to live my life, I've gone to the trousers drive. I'll find around my ankles and my home. I don't want to bid the world goodbye. I don't. The God Almighty mess we're in. Simple things shape our lives, drive our thoughts and thwart our tries. We're coming from the same place all the time. So throw yourself in the deadly flow, ignoring everything you know. And you will find your doodah if you try. Listen, no, listen, 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 listen. Listen. Oh, you know. What was right. that song? What was that song that you sang on the Rogues Gallery about the cabin boy, Billy Boy? Was it? Little boy Billy. Little boy Billy. Yeah. What was the story behind that song? The little. Oh, that is the. When all else fails and you've eaten everything, you have the cabin boy is... Yeah, uh, he didn't get eaten, though, in the end. No, he doesn't get eaten at the end. No, because, he, he managed to escape, I Yeah, think. Uh, no, no, I'm trying to remember what he did, actually. I've got the song on Little Boy Billy on there. We can put it on if you want to put it on. I really want to hear it again, yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah, I had, you know, I had a... Um, uh, what's his name on that? Oh, God. Uh, Tim... Tim... Tim, Tim Robbins, Robbins yeah, 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 on that, yeah.
Yeah, um, I think I, rem- I recall that we, uh, I came in there and uh, I, uh, I brought the Curse of Lono, Lono, Lono book. Yeah, Curse of Lono. And I had a bottle of wild turkey as well with me oh, at the time, you? yeah. And I think I put it in my studio, but yeah. I do recall that uh, towards the end we started singing an Eliza Carthy song as There's well. There's one up there too, Wild Turkey. Ah, Spirit <laughs> of 76. Yeah. Um, and we... Um, we were, I think at one point, we were sort of, it was two in the morning, we were all seeing the roll, rolling <coughs> sea or the rolling, what was the Eliza Carthy song? I can't remember. We oh, were, yes. We all had to sing this Eliza big Carthy, song together. The Carthy sing. Because yeah. they were there. It was wonderful. Yeah, they? it was such a... Tim Robbins was there. I think Carthy's. it was one with Nick Cave and Brian Ferry. Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, how, that's how I first met you. And, um, oh, right. And it must have been awful. Yeah, <laughs> people. I think you drew you drew a picture of Hunter in my in my book without oh, me even I? asking. Yeah, did I? Oh, dear, I'm sorry. Oh, beg your pardon. But I. No, it was mind blowing. What happened? Oh, this is this. What What happened to the? Uh, have you still got the book? I've got no. Oh, no, I burnt it. I burnt oh, it. Oh, did you? Yeah. As soon as anyway, you could actually burn those. I'm going Mus- Mussolini things. One after when you get a good. Should idea. I do Only that now? No, 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 no. Only when you get it a good. It won't idea. come through the audio, will it? The, no. Mm. Well, no, well, I think keep them and think about that, and then next time you get a, a really great idea for a song, rip up one of the Mussolini things, you know, or burn it. Yeah, burns better. I've got all these um, innocuous questions, so I don't, I don't know, really, yeah. not really sure where I should well, start knock, knock without, without annoying you. Knock on too much. Innocuifying me. You're going to move it towards You're you. You're going to me now with these innocuous questions, aren't you? This, uh, this room has a rather nice uh, sound to it. Effect to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hi. Beautiful, beautiful dulcet tones of the of the uh, baritone of the valleys. Yes, that's the way. Yes, oh yes. My hen lad when had I an annual yee glad gear and chantorion or goron of ye. How do you feel? I've um, got to start somewhere. How do you yeah. feel? Picasso and Da Vinci would have painted Trump. Uh I hope a little like I did it really, for a change. Instead of me always trying to draw like Leonardo or Picasso, mm. I think they may have tried to take my idea, which was to use the American flag as a nappy and having Trump wearing it and soiling it. <laughs> that was a recent one, right? Yeah, that's or, right. It was in, in the New Statesman. Yeah. It was in last week. Yeah. Um, it was like, as a baby. I mean, he, he's such a... An obnoxious character. I, I don't think I've ever met any. I think, he, I mean, Nixon at least was a professional crook, you know. And could actually string a sentence together. Absolutely. Without repeating himself. Everything yeah. is so great and we're so Oh, great. yeah, we're going we're gonna to make America great again. They're, they're, yeah, I'm kind of, it's almost as in a, in a slow motion car crash kind of way. Yeah. Just almost sort of obsessed. With the, yeah. the news that comes through of him, yeah. it's become a quite an unhealthy obsession because it's so horrendous. Well, that's what, when it could be. You know, how awful can he get? I want to see him get worse, you know, um, because that way he'll be really something. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever known such a idiotic. Yeah, it's man, a celebration of his. Yeah, and he's got a he's got a trophy wife, you know, mm. sort of he uh, sort of a. Got her as a prize in some raffle or other. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he'll? Do you think he's got a chance of getting in? Oh yeah. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the worst of American reactionary people think he's the bee's knees. You and know. Someone said. I think someone's compared him to. Um, is it George Wallace? The guy well, the Wallace South was a bit more. He had substance. He was a real sort of Southern Confederate. Oh yeah. Figure, wasn't yes. He? Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever they are. Yeah, you know? and then of course he was um, involved in the whole Martin Luther King, the, the walk to Selma. Oh, yeah. And mm. then trying to kind of stop you that. got a good memory. My God. You you were there then. I was, yeah, I was there. God damn it. <laughs> I went oh. back in time. Yeah. Wow, amazing. So, this is, so you've got Trump and the nappy that you've recently drawn, and then you've got... Um, 
Uh, what about Cameron though? Because you know we've got to go back to. I've done him as a bubble face and and uh, also as a with wings, a pair of wings. And Is like that the new as well? I don't think they, pub- they published it. It's it's coming to the boy, um, as it were. It's done. I did uh, Corbin as. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, that was uh, the Iceman, the Dice Man cometh, and it was on chessboard because I use a chessboard a lot. Being in Alice in Wonderland is all part of that. Oh, I see. Yeah, <clears throat> wanted to talk. Oh, sorry. I'm- so bad at interviewing. This is really wonderful. This I like my, it. This I, is my first foray. I like your, your, your impoverished approach. <laughs> well, okay, talking about like collaborations, Alice in Wonderland, let's for instance say if you work with someone like Will Self, yeah. what sort of process, process do you go through? It's different every time or, you know. Well, it was with just the beginning of the noughties we were started working together. And he wanted me to do stuff for him, and he did this thing called psychogeography. And um, he, I mean, whenever you can use a simple word, he tries to do use a difficult one. You know, yeah, what was that word that you used? Ex- exegetical. Now I never heard the word exegetical, but I've never forgotten it since because I know what it means, and it means like the feeding of the five thousand. The, you know, the, the, the throwing of the nets on the other side of the boat, the walking on the water of Galilee, those are all exegetical stories. They're, they're only proposed to express um, a, a moral outlook to something. You know, if you do this, you know, and believe in God, you'll do, you know, you do that. And I've walked on the water in Galilee anyway because it was just what well, was about about what's that in centimetres that's about three centimetres <laughs> and then of course the the throwing the net over the uh, abyss at the, the abyss at the other end is 40 yards out yeah and I say yards because I don't think it was metres you didn't get to that that bit though what the abyss the abyss yeah, yeah. I threw, chucked the um, but I didn't uh, no I didn't go that far but I did do the other thing and there were several other things I was messing about it was interesting I'll tell you what was interesting in Mm-hmm. Uh, they they put up a fence, a wire. No, no, they put up a wire fence. And I remember seeing at that time, I walked along it. Like, I mean, I walked along the side of it. Mm. And you could see the other side, the east side of, you know, not the east side. God damn it. It's a left bank and left. right bank. Yeah. When, when was this? This is in the 70s. I went, I went for the Friends of Israel. Right. And um, they... Um, Wanted me to do drawings of something, you know, so I tried. I think I've done a few. I've still got some. And at that time, they'd started building some high-rise for young families with prams and things that were all sold, young Israelis, you know. But it's completely, um, I mean, in, in, is it Bethlehem? The, when you go there, uh, it's just so crazy. That's what I've heard. My brother's been yeah. there, but you go there, and it's literally um, people fighting. You know, oh, oh forever! For space, yeah, there's I know. Nothing, there's not any modicum of peace. No, no it's like bit Syria. Syria is now is just a, it's just a rubble, a heap of rubble. It's, I mean, it's crazy. That is, yeah. I'm afraid that whole thing is going. I mean, you, you can't you can't avoid feeling this is uh, the whole thing's wrong. It's wrong that they're coming here. That they have to come here. You know, trying to get here, but this place is is limited too. You no, know. I know. Well, I mean, but we can't. You know, you you've got to be very careful, otherwise you just sound very racist. And somebody, it's not about that. It's about practicality. I've got a friend who's actually on the Reality. island of Lesbos at the moment. Oh God, yeah. She's helping. Um, she's wow. a singer from Holland. Yeah. She she's been helping for the last what like four. Four months since she's been on the record. Yeah, so she's been years. she's been um, there for almost half a year. Yeah, and, uh, just seeing them come in, you know, waiting on the. Shores. I know, and those wretched poor folk and those kids in those tents they've got. And those what little. Did you t- do? I mean, what, you know, if you I don't know what you're going to do. I don't. I don't. That's just getting you have worse. To have some sense of empathy, you know. I mean, yeah. Oh no, I mean that. Well, first of all, you don't start fighting. That. That's 
wrong. Well, the Russians, you know, the Russians have just bombed. I know, that was one thing they did. <laughs> and now he's talking about, you know, he's, well, he's, pulling, he's them out pulling it all down. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, with, with great aplomb, you know, doing that show. Look what I'm doing now, I'm backing off. I've had my fun. Well, now, now that we're sort of talking about, um, you know, despair and, and, and bombing, yeah. I thought I could ask you about guns, actually. That's all right. Oh, I can't stand it's the guns. strangely American obsession. Yeah. Um, as well, a self self confessed coward. Yeah. He's, uh, very British. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about guns? Though? Well, I, mean, I can't and, stand the bloody yeah. No. The problem is, there's no, as I've said often, there's no reverse button on a gun. Mm-hmm. You, the moment you've thought about it and pull the trigger, but course, you can't say, oh, I changed my mind. But of course, you know, it's, the people that you, you work with, like Hunter and Burroughs and people like that, they. They love guns. guns oh, they? yeah. Crazy for them. And, uh, I mean, he's shot my art. I've put it up there for him to shoot. You know, uh, Hunter, you know, you know. And then the other thing, one thing I've done, which was really good with a gun, and that is to hang bottles of ink on string in front of a huge, one of my drawings, or just a sheet of paper, and let him pop, pop the bottles, and it goes, you know, in the way that I don't even get... By, the nearest I get is to pour to chuck the dirty water onto a piece of paper. See, that's really what, what guns should be used for. Just, just yeah, for, for like creative work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we need that that kind of force of a bullet could be useful in art, mm. but not not killing. No, sorry, that, uh, and I don't think I want to even joke about that. You know that sort of thing that it's all got so out of hand now. I think we're you know. Hell of a mess. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I, I think we're all right. I think England, the UK's all right. I think America is just a complete basket case now. Well, because they, it's part of the Constitution to carry guns. So. Yeah, sure. But, you know, and they're trying to stop it, and that's what Obama was trying to stop. I think, they look back, I, I think the Americans will look back on Obama's, you know, his, his, his eight years, and then yeah. they will realise what, what they've really missed. Yeah, in a way, and there's... They think he's not done a very good job at the moment, but he's been the most gentle of presidents, you know, the one the most understanding, the most, I should say, uh, intellectually yeah. gifted. Yeah, he's, you know. I think a lot of, because in the, you know, the rise of someone like Trump has become this kind of anti-intellectualism. Oh, you know, a so. lout, he's already a lout governor. A lout president would have, you know, to have a lout president would be something... Well, I suppose it'd be interesting from one point of view. I've got some... Um, some hideous. I don't know. I, I think I'd have to start with dirty water techniques for that, definitely. Throw down some dirty water to find Trump in the filth. This is your... Dirty water is your newest... Uh, <clears throat> it's the way... It's, a, it's quite fun because you throw it down and you're looking at a landscape, an aerial view of a landscape. And then you can leave it for a few days and, and it's so, change it. So it's really gravity, isn't it? And in fact, when it's nearly dry, you can move it again. There's still some little puddle in it, little line of. There's one just behind yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. So um, how long are you going to leave that until you change it? Well, I might move it before mind. before the end of the. Um, yeah. I might move it before the end of this wretched um, interview. <laughs> I'm really sorry. No, it's all right. Um, you wanted to do something like this. I, I did, yeah, yeah. But yes. I, you, know, you can talk about whatever you want. No, well. Dirty piece of paper. Now look how different that is to the photographic one. Yeah. This, this is something weird is going on. This that is my is, album artwork. That you've yeah. Done. Yes, that I'm talking about your album artwork. You see, that's, oh, do you that's like that beautiful. One? Yeah, that's old blue eyes. Yeah, old blue. It's called him exactly that. Yeah. When did you do that? Yesterday. Is that, was that no, that's been of, over the last week. Honor of Frank Sinatra Jr., who just passed away. Oh, has he? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. He was on tour. Oh dear. Well, yeah, anyway. Thanks for doing this one. No, it's all right. It's useful to you, is it? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. What do you see? All right, you what? What do you see when you look at what you've done for the cover? Because. Well, I actually see that. There, I see a dragon. Yeah. In there, definitely. Sort of but without expressing it anymore. You said frog. You can have a frog. And then I no, see it's a like dragon. A, look, I see a bird's head there as yeah. well. Yeah, you could do. But if you put teeth on that, there's a real dragon. Oh, yeah. 
But you see, if I did, that would define it in a way. You see, I like this part here because they are factory chimneys. And that looks like an eye. Yeah? Yes, that that's an, an eye. eye. It could be an eye. Yeah. Actually, and this could be sort of a nose and a mouth coming out. And this could be a, an, look, a field there and a, an archway there. Look. Yep. There's lots of things you can read into it. That's the different. point, isn't it? So, so if you don't want this, then no, okay. I do want it. Oh, you want to do? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, please. Yeah, but don't don't sneakily pick that up as well. <laughs> what are you accusing me of? No, no. your studio. No, no. They're just being fond of leopards. Okay, here's and, an issue. Here's, here's a question. You've compiled books about birds and cats. How do you <coughs> feel that cats are reportedly responsible for the extinction extinction of thirty three bird species in recent times? Uh, now you're talking about nature, not about publishing books. Well, yeah. I'm doing a book and trying to sound compassionate. Yeah. But I'm not really. I'm doing, I'm, I mean, I realize that lots of the things I've done, uh, you can make anything, you can put a beak on anything and it looks like a bird. It's very strange, but that's how it is. And so. The bird books are far easier to do than this critter book I'm doing now. Yeah. Because the critter book, in some ways, I think, I don't like those little grey squirrels outside. I, I wish to hell something would happen to them, you know. In fact, I've tried to con- create, construct a trap for them. Why don't you like the grey squirrels? Because well, of what they did to the red squirrels. Yeah, the red squirrels, the only ones left now are yeah. in Scotland. They did, they did sort of destroy them. Oh, they? yes. Well, they are rats with furry tails, you know. That's what oh, they are. yeah, they're quite. They're and then, what about the poor rat? Why don't I do a book just the rats? Just about rats. Yeah, it could well, be something. I, I, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, you've got that rat hanging. Yes, I've got that. Yes, well, that, that that poor fellow. I. It's, that's a dancing rat. The dancing rat. The yeah. dancing rat. Now that is rampant hope beneath the boards because I found it in the house under the floorboards. I was going to ask you about his backstory. Yes. That's the story behind that it's rat. So I hung, I hung him up because I thought, well, there he is. He'll be there forever. Yeah. In a way, you know. Yeah. So I found him. Um, well, when I realized that he looks just like he's dancing. And I love Fred Astaire and people like that, you know. Gene Kelly. Wow. Wonderful. And that looked exactly like a sort of rap version of Gene Kelly, you know, <laughs> singing in the rain. Singing in the pain. Yeah, all right, if you want. <laughs> but uh, just because rain rhymes with pain know, doesn't mean it I'm could sorry. be a bit inane. But oh, yeah, that's true. Well, that was Again. Violence. That's right. So, this is a question. What was the mask you think that people like Jimmy Savile and Rolf Harris were wearing? You know, they're sort of playing the clown to disguise. I really thought they were. They must have thought they were getting. They could get away with murder, and they were. They they, they had the sheer arrogance. Yes, it it was extraordinary. I mean, Rolf Harris. I thought everyone thought. Everybody thought. You know, timey kangaroo dance sport. There may be a filthy antidote. Anecdote in that. It's now that now that that's sort of all happened, you know, you can't. Yeah. When someone who has been in the entertainment business in that position, like Paul Daniels, you know, yeah. who just died, they yeah. had to kind of say, they kind of had to say it's a disclaimer now. You know, Paul yeah. Daniels was a very good guy. You know? Yeah, but he said, "Oh, there were so many people. I didn't know whether they were under sixteen or not." You see, so yeah, so I mean that that has happened, and now, by the way, we are locked inside this. This self-contained electronic community. We're locked in it. Yeah. You know, we're, we really we are. We have access. We have an overload of information. Now. Yeah. I know. Well, we have, yeah. People keep saying that the world is, oh, the world is so, it's getting worse and think, you know, the world is so bad at the moment. But it's only because you just have, you know, you have access to information about what's going on around, yeah. around the world all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's how ISIS can, can uh, operate. 
Yeah, but you know, you only need to know history and you know, and you realize what happened, how history repeats itself, and what happened. Yeah, years. it's like it's always happened. It's always been this way. Yeah. Well. No, it hasn't always been this way. I think the electronic... I think Steve Jobs checked out because he realised he didn't invented a monster. Mm. I think he really felt that. I saw the last talk he gave. It was a few months before he died and he was on stage and showing how the thing worked. and was full of... Uh, I quite, you know, well, I enjoyed his talk about it. Mm. But, you see, Bill Gates has gone towards... Doing things for for lots, no, you know, for anyone, charity anywhere. Yeah, does lots of stuff, and that's a good. It's a way of repaying. It's his penance, you know. Yeah, sure. Kind of, you know, bit of it. And uh, Steve Jobs. As I met, I met Paul Allen as well. You know, Paul Allen, the uh, yeah, was a partner of of, uh, Steve, Jobs. of Steve Jobs. No, he was a partner of uh, Bill Gates. And uh, they were doing Microsoft together, and I can't remember where I met him. Now. Doesn't he live on the west, up in um, near Seattle? Was it? Well, so, we would have might have met him that yeah. way. I can't remember how it was now. It came about or why we were. Look, I still remember things like the Aqua Lovelies, and the Aqua Lovelies were the the girls who used to do that slow. In slow the, motion in the swimming pool in the real baths. You know where. North Wales. Oh, right. And and then they would, you know, they would uh, slowly do that. But their legs were under the water going, bzzz, you know, they'd learned how to flip. You know. Of course, on the surface, it was all very slow. It was all very slow, yeah. So they had to learn. To control. Now, never mind this business that we were talking about, you know, where they round and round and round in opposite directions. Oh, yeah, I can't they had. I, I'm not going to try that again. No, no, try and try it again, but oh, you can't. No, you know, you'll do it. <laughs> You go crazy if you do that. I'm going to do it on the train. Yes. Practice. Practice, yeah. Next time I see you. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I look yeah. forward well, to that. I did that. do it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this wretched interview. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd have been still there doing that, wouldn't you? But I think Sean was the one who worked out. Sean helped me. He definitely, yeah. He yeah. Helped. He assisted. But you did, did the one first like that, I think. Yeah. And then you did that one like that. And you put them together and you did them together, yeah. right? That's, That's it. That's do it. Yeah, right. Good work. Um, yeah. So, like... Uh, um, <clears throat> yes. Can we? Can I ask you another question? Well, uh, well, all right then. Okay, so um, when when I write music, I, I find it's, uh, I'm compelled to do it uh, almost every day. Yeah. I have to do it, otherwise I feel like I'm going mad. Is that the same for you? Something you have to try and do, you know. Like, if you, if you go through the day without having... Done anything. Done anything, you feel that's like why the, wasted your That's life. why the... You see, time has to pass before that is usable again, as it were. But I can also twiddle with it. It's also in a creative process to do it that way or that way. Or and so while you're waiting for that, do you sort of move to something else and do something else? I can put another sheet of... See, that's another thing, the board. Yeah. I have to do those things on the floor, otherwise... That ink on that thing will all dribble off the end. But are you like one of those people so, who reads five books at the same time? Do you sort of flip between different projects? I usually try to try to read one book at a time, you know, by my bed at a time. Yeah, right. You know, right. I'm terrible. Right. You know, you have several going. I know, I, I do look into others. But I've, I've been reading some Tennyson poems as well. Oh, great. And that's quite... Fascinating, but I, I mean, you know, the Lady of Shalott and all those ones. Yeah. And uh, That's I rather better. like poetry as a way of doing things because I like, I like the business of, of uh, um, something that meter and rhyme. Are you, you know? reading the Tennyson poems? Or they, yes, I've they got them by beside of me in the. What's your favourite poem? I think the Lady of Shalott is really, oh, right. you know, it's of funny. all time. Uh, I don't know. Um, you see, I can't remember now what I'm trying to think of as Tennyson's poem, reading through them and going, oh, I like that. That's mm. wonderful. I'll remember that, you know. But I don't, because it's gone back into somewhere, you know. I, uh, I was, uh, I've been doing a bit of boxing recently and mm. going to training, and I went to the, the gym the other day, and um, yeah. there was a guy training in the ring. And uh, I don't know how it happened, but we got onto the subject of John Donne. <laughs> 
Oh, right. yeah. And, he, yeah. And, I, and I was like, yes, no man is an island unto himself. And he was like, no, I think that was Marvell. <laughs> As he was sitting in the ring, you know, I was like, yeah. no, it's John Dunn. He's like, no, Marvell. And yeah. then I did some, the training for an hour. And then he came up to me after I finished training and went, no, you're right, it was John Dunn. You write, do you read poetry? I love poetry. Yeah. Because that, uh, there you find your lyrics too sometimes, you know. I don't go, you, you go lifting them, but I mean, you no, get no, an no. idea from things like that, you know. I've always been like lifting. tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps through this petty pace from day to day. For the last syllables of all recorded time and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out! Out, brief candle, lies but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. Tis a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. And who's that? That's old Willie. Shakespeare. Oh. Macbeth. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. See, King Lear was my... And music be the food of love, play on, give me excess of it. That's defeating me. I pray that I may sicken and so die. That strain again has a dying fall, like the sweet scent that breathes upon a bank of violets, stealing and giving odours. Sounds to me like a fart. <laughs> I, I would listen to Will Self probably, but he's good at poetry, I think. He's got such a, he's got such a fantastic memory and an extraordinary desire to use words nobody uses he really but in a way it's a very good idea because he rediscovers words mm. and brings them back into use and so then you have to look them up and uh, yeah well that's all right it, you get so if you're watching will self on news yeah. make sure you've got your thesaurus with you something like that yeah, yes sort of dictionary you know. yeah i would be uh, i would love to i would love to talk to him i just feel you know well you should do i'd have to do an english course no, you could sing to him and say... I could just sing the interview to him. Yeah. <laughs> How did you become so articulate? Yeah. He was talking last week in the in the Statesman, he was talking about his neighbourhood. Yes. Walking up and down, that was quite interesting. They, they had him on a news programme and he was uh, laying into one of the Conservative... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's marvellous, really. He said something like, so, uh, yeah, you filled your wad, have you? Which I thought was a nice way of you know, <laughs> filling the. Was it? Yeah, yeah. You filled your wad. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, uh, uh, spluttering, you know, like yeah. lost for words. Good yeah. old Will. Yeah, he's good. He's a great writer as well. Oh boy, yes, yeah. yeah. I think there's something I've done of his because he wanted to cross America that way, you know, mm. walk across America. And I've done a couple of things of his, um, City of Dreams, which is a. A, you know, tra- a tramp on the floor, and yet above him that thing that says "walk, don't walk." You know. Did he approach you? To- mm-hmm. In the beginning, I think yeah. it was, and there was a uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, uh, what's his second name? Damn, not Durrell, of course. No, 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 not Durrell. No, Lawrence. Uh, the, it was the editor of the of the Independent magazine, okay. and that's who first came to me when they wanted to do this. Series of psycho, psychogeography. Mm. I think there were three others. Hmm? Did you did you read it and then start start on the on the cover? Yeah, and then I thought, well, like, that is it. A bit like with Ed's record, Ed gave you the music and. <clears throat> yes, I suppose so. I I don't know. I'm what it. Yeah, that's really what would happen. You know. Well, then sometimes you send him something, he writes it. That that was the way we did it. Yes. Oh, so, okay. so, that's nice. Yeah. So you know who that is up there, don't you? 
What, the naked man? Yes. Actually, I don't. You don't really don't know who that is? No. No, think about it. I mean, it's it's so... Louis Armstrong? Yes. You're the only one that's ever got it. There we are. Well done. Oh, thanks. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a pound pride prize I'm, good. Well, I'm quite familiar with this bottom, actually. You, <laughs> yes. I, did, I, did, I did a dissertation. Yeah. This and, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. I've done a... I've got a... a a paranoid of him. I don't, oh, really? You know. Actually, I want to ask you about paranoids. How, <clears throat> how did that come about? How did you start doing that? By accident. We were in in a little town called called uh, Turk Baku, hmm. which is Turkish Bay. Whereabouts? That's, me, that's in Turkey, of course. Yeah, no, but where in Turkey? <laughs> uh, oh, I got, now you have got me, if you're going to be geographic. Sorry. sorry. Bodrum, okay. It's not far from Bodney, I suppose. That's right. Bod, Bod, Bodrum, Bod, Bumrum. Bumrum. Oh, ah, that, that, that sounds like a Rose Gallery song, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Bumrum, bum yeah. Yeah, Bums Rum. They're probably, they, that's how they make it down, down Skid Row. That's how they, Bums Rum. Uh, and, and Paranoid's the same, I mean, it's just completely by chance, or just... No, no, one, I was, I, I got this um, uh, SX-70 Polaroid camera mm. and I take it with me because I rather like the whole process, you know, coming out and there's a picture evolving. But it was only when we were in uh, Topoku that that I, uh, it was so hot, so warm there, so hot that I did that with my, I took a picture of the, the sun rising just coming up above the water mm. across to the bay. And uh, I took a picture of it. My gosh, that's lovely. And I bent my, my hand, my nail across it and it moved it because it's emulsion. Mm. But they don't do with emulsion now, so that's, you, that so nothing you happens. It no, it doesn't work now. So I thought, blimey, that's wonderful. So I took a pencil. And did that with squint down the, and it it's in the book. So that sort of sunrise coming mm, yeah. with us, with that wheel, you know. And I thought this is marvelous. And then when I found different things were working in that way, I thought, well, that's just. I wonder if anyone else has thought of this. It's and it's, it's a Polaroid, so it's a paranoid. It's, but it's the same. It's the same. Creative process to, to how you do one, you know, one of your... It's just that sort of thing, yeah. yeah. But that's the more tangible is on, you it's know... It's spontaneous, of course. Yeah. So, um, uh, just, it all is, really. Uh, and that was what... You, the, the artists, you know, like, before you, they, they, you were influenced by. They were sort of more spontaneous type artists as well, like Pollock or... Well, absolutely. Pollock was... He was doing only more... But he made more of a mess than I did. Is he the big one for you? Or is no, I think Picasso's been. Picasso, yeah. I think so, really. Um, you also loved cats. Yeah. Oh, oh they're all right. There's a silly cat lives here called Millie, you know, Sadie's cat. You're not, you're not an avid cat lover. N- no, I've done a book about them. Yeah, I know. Well, cats, I've done a book of dogs. And I've got that book. Actually, the book of dogs was going to start out as a book about landladies. <laughs> Because I had so, so many landladies. I want to see this book. <laughs> I haven't done landladies. Please. No, no, you've got to do landladies. You've got to do the critters first. The critters and then yeah. landladies, I think. I think as a, as a, as a, uh, an endangered species. Landladies. Landladies, yeah. Yeah, because that's all, be- yeah, I think in a funny sort of, not the old style. I lived, the first time I came to London was, um, uh, I, I got a room in Mrs. Green, Mrs. Green was the name of, and, and, uh, a place was in Croydon. You're talking about a landlady. The, with a, where there's eight or ten uh, other guys all, you know, bed breakfasting there yeah. and having to eat her meal at seven o'clock that night. You know, that was it. They had to be there or they miss it, you know. Yeah. And, that- so, and that was Croydon. And then I got a, I got a, a cousin, Alec, and her his wife, Vera. And they said, well, would you like to come and live on this side of London? So we went to the east side, Wanstead area, which is where... Um, he, was that a landlady as well? Then I had Mrs. Mrs. 
Various was... landladies that I have known and loved. <laughs> Her name was Mrs. Clinch. Mrs. Clinch? That's a real name. Yeah, Mrs. Clinch. And her husband's Dahl. Dahl. I think, I think it was just Darling for him. Oh, Dahl. That's very Australian. Is it? Dahl. Oh, all right, Dahl. Yeah. Yeah. But that she was, she was uh, Welsh. Oh. You know? But Alec found her, you know, uh, my cousin. And he, he's from Birkenhead. Because he's, he's in his 90s now, my cousin, Alec. And he's a Plymouth, Plymouth Brethren. Plymouth boy. Yeah, no, Plymouth Brethren. Oh, what's it's, that? That's a, uh, that, like, like the uh, Amish and that. Plymouth oh. Brethren is a religion. Oh, like Quaker? Or yeah, kind of thing, uh, yeah. They call well, them Plymouth. I think the Plymouth Brethren may have come from when the f- first the boat. boat going out to to America. To America, like the Mayflower. She went from player, yeah, yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. That's how... It's a pilgrim. You're filling in all the bits that I don't say because for a moment I forget what it was, what was the name of the boat. It was Mayflower. You've got it, you know. So you just, I'm, I'm re, you're re-educating me. Oh, well, yeah. So that's really, I'm using this as yeah, a right. re-education lesson. Yes, this is great. I'm a, I'm a wonderful teacher. You are. You're very and, good. Uh, I don't know. You I don't, don't you don't carry a piano around with you, do you? I wish I did. Can we talk about the big I am? Because I, when I came down last mm. time, I was, what was so I doing? like I, I had never seen that book before, and it just and I immediately bought. I found one on Amazon. Or, did you? Yeah, and uh, it just blew big my I mind. I forgot what it was about now. <laughs> uh, well, it's basically uh, written. Isn't it about it's about God? It's the voice of God. No, yeah, that's it. The big yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, because it also became, it was originally known as God's drawing board. Right, was it? That yeah, was the working title. Yes, yeah, that's how it started out. And um, when we were looking for artwork, for looking for ideas for my album, I was looking through that, and it, yeah, yeah. it had... Those it had, things that... Well, it had a picture called World on Fire. Oh, that's right, yeah. And uh, the, one of the songs on my album is called The World is on Fire, so it was yeah. very, very odd for me. But there's a song, World on Fire, down, down, down the road. Oh, yeah. That one, yeah. is it? Yeah, Sorry. is that? Yeah, well yes. done, fire. Yeah, but walking is, down the road. Mine's the definitive man. <laughs> oh. The world is on fire. Oh, I see. No world on fire. World just, fire. Yeah, yeah. No, that's from um, Abfab. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, that's it. That's it. You see, those are the things I'm forgetting. You know. That's right. Um, so yeah, no, <laughs> I, that, that book that, that uh, we've got so many books, I can't I'm trying to run through all of them in my head, but. Um, that book was really, really sort of quite powerful. I yeah, because I did some books on uh, I did, I did uh, Flann O'Brien's books as well. You know, whose name is the Irish name is Miles Nagoplin, and uh, he did uh, Anbiel Bacht, which is the poor mouth. Anbiel Bacht is the Irish for the poor mouth. You've done a lot of books as well. I think a lot of some novels as well. Permanent Midnight, Jerry Stahl. Did I do that? Yeah, I wish I remember reading. Uh, and, um, I see, I'm with, forgetting. With and I and oh, Withnell and I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that. yes. Do you see, I've now forgotten what Withnell and I is about. Two, well, two actors, one's an alcoholic and a uh, sort of slightly rapacious uh, homosexual. Oh no, it's about it. uh, Bruce Robinson. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, he came down here one day. It was quite funny, actually. Bless his heart. And uh, he had a friend with him who I, I don't remember who it was. And um, he was already a bit pissed, you know. And he had a bottle down his front, <laughs> this of red wine. <clears throat> and he said, he said, and I and I had a big trio there. The old um, Scott. Uh, 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 wait a minute, what's it called? What, oh, God, what was it called? Uh, chestnut, horse chestnut. Yeah, old, old horse. It was huge, massive thing. So he he wanted to see it, so he staggered over to a ah, big tree, you know. Then he lay down, he fell down underneath it, and, he went, ah, and looked up to the branch. So I went over to him and said, how do you like my tree? It's not your tree, Rob. It's everybody's tree. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. When did he? Uh, when was that? Oh, that back in when we first came here, nineteen eighty. Eighty, right, right, right. 
Because yeah, he, he, he was still doing with Null Eye then, yeah. He based with Null Eye on his experience with uh, Zeffirelli. Was it? Yeah, it perhaps was so, of, yeah. Because he had a. And uh, the drug dealer in, was Ralph Brown, I remember that. Ralph Brown, yeah. yeah. With uh, the guy on the. Going, Rama, 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 <laughs> yeah. Rama. Yeah, it's just um, such a lot of. Bruce, Bruce Robinson was at the. Um, he was at the premiere of. Um, for no good reason, I think. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I was sitting. Oh, there. I, I hope. I hope he was there. I don't know. Yeah. But um, there was also uh, what did they call? What did they call? I can't remember. They call the joint now. They, they had an, that's well, Cam- Cam- Camberwell, Camberwell Carrot. That's yeah. right. Yes, I knew there was a name. Yes. Sadie can remember these things now. I can't remember them. So God. And then. Um, also, I just wanted to uh, forgetfulness. Talk That's about, a good one. Very briefly um, about the jokes over as well about about your book, your autobiography. The jokes over, yeah. Yeah, which which I loved, and um, I actually ended up putting. Uh, I had a song called Luster. Oh yeah. On one of my records, and, and one of the lyrics jokes went, over. Luster <laughs> when the dream is dead. Luster when the joke is over. Oh right. And I put that, I put that. that in the song. Oh right. That's I loved right. it yeah. so much. Well, listen, uh, the jokes over. I cried. But Hunter did say he would feel real trapped in this life if he didn't know he could commit suicide at any moment, having 23 fully loaded guns in the house. Val <laughs> That's quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but he always had them loaded and, you know, well And he talked careful. about, I suppose he probably talked about that quite a lot because it's sort of what Hemingway did as well, isn't it? So Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way, out, yeah. The way out. Yeah. I think he was looking for the way out, yeah. But he just felt trapped and... He was really with Joe Lyon. Who knows, Ralph? What the fuck is going on? Could you actually understand what he said? Sometimes, yeah. The thing was, one of the the funniest stories, really, is taking him down to the pub. What, here? Uh, Yeah, down in... in, He came here and uh, stayed here. And uh, he called it a... Postcards from a wrong vacation, you know. (laughs) And uh, he went down, to, took him down the pub, and I said, "Would you like a? What would you like to drink, uh, Hunter? Oh, this is Martin, the publican. And what would you like to drink? What well, is a shiver shiver? So, okay, well, Martin, better make it a double, I think. You know, so he does put the optic does it like that, and then puts it down in front of Hunter. So Hunter looks at it and says, "What's that a sample?" <laughs> So that was how he was with a drink. In fact, he would people would give him pills, and he'd just eat it personally. Say, what was that? Oh right, yeah. He didn't. didn't he care. Just, no, I just see what happened. Yeah. Incredible, really. Well, you know, lived his life to the full. He certainly did. Yeah. But then he, well, now his son Juan has done a book called Stories I Tell Myself. That's quite a nice. Is that? Oh, that's come out. Yes, it's coming out. Gonzo Today is a new sort of. If you go online for Gonzo Today, you'll get. I'll have a look. Yeah. <clears throat> and stories I tell myself. He's been doing that for, because there's a there's a new, Gonzo Fest coming up in April. You know. In America. Yeah, in yeah. Louisville. Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, that was a, a sort of strange thing about, all that. But Hunter really wasn't he. He would prefer he preferred to be away from Louisville, and mm. I think he liked his place in Aspen, Colorado. And uh, his mother, I went to see his mother in um, a rest home in in Louisville, actually in nineteen ninety seven. And uh, she had a walk a frame, you know, a, a Zimmer, Zimmer frame, frame, Zimmer frame, but she had it decked out and with wheels. And the the booze on the thing, right? Like a trolley. Yeah, trolley. <laughs> mm, so you're like, I wonder where he gets it from. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, because she liked to drink. Wow. So that's it's a Kentucky thing. I mean, yeah. maybe you know. But well, now they're doing that. Now they're building a. Now they're mil- not not that one. But there's another guy called uh, Matt Weir, who is doing doing the the official. Uh, 
statue, if you like, up, up, up the opposite side of the uh, of the uh, steps into the library in Newville. Ah. Abraham Lincoln on one side and putting him on the other, <laughs> but standing, you know. And it looks as if he, well, in the original thing, which I, we all saw, we all didn't like, thought, Sadie thought, well, that's not much cop, you know, but uh, it was a, it looks like he was wearing a shower cap and, and a pair of knickers almost, and the panties, you know. I, and, I wonder what Hunter would uh, actually think of that. Of, of the, I don't of, know. Of having Abraham Lincoln and then him there, sort of, yeah. Either, I'm not sure yeah. Well, I don't know. No, the official thing. It's yeah. it's like badges. The you know, that was it. Not badges. No, it's a, a, a medals are the badges of mediocrity. Yeah. So, yeah. If um, some people, yeah, cause some people sort of when they get uh, given an MBE or OBE, they, yeah. they because of the British Empire connotation now they said they, they sent it back yes know? that's right a lot of people have not yeah. wanted them you know for that reason i think when anyone in a social context somehow yeah. tries to do something they give them a i mean i've got a an honorary doctorate from canterbury you know you know yeah but only because i've a lot of my drawings are there you know and that's that's all i but i think i would be a doctor doing nothing you know doctor do little really Dr. Duda. Yes, Duda, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Because that book exists, and that's uh, cause the people like I've got in that uh, Schlemley. Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember their names now. You see, that's about 12, 12 to 20 Dudaists. Different. I don't think I would be able to remember all the things that I've done. I've written done no. so much. It's just I know that's the, the problem. Vast. I know, I'm a, I'm a plutist now. Oh, thank God. As opposed to a flutist. <laughs> flutist. No, no, a flutist. A flu okay. a flukist. Potato, potato, Put a piece of paper down and you can hear it. Shall I just do this? No, no. Piece of white paper and I'll just put a bit of... Yeah, and then we can listen to you how you do it. Yeah, here it goes. Here's a sheet of paper. Yeah. And it must go down. I'll put it on to... Yeah. Great. And then I'll take a little bit... Better without the headphones on. Yeah. Oh, you've got that now. Yeah. I can use some of that, and that you see makes it wonderful. Oh yeah, that's hey. a yogurt pot of dirty water from your, your brushes. Right, that, that from the brushes. This is the dirty water from the brushes. Now look at those wonderful things. Wow. You see what's happening? Yeah. And that is. And it's kind of a bit, almost a bit like it's um, so marble, organic. marble painting as well. It's so organic. Well, there's a, there's a creature down here. I can see an eye there, there. Yeah. Look, all the nostrils and look. It's, I can totally it's, see it's it already. It's coming already. Yeah. It's amazing. Now that's what I mean. I'm, I'm a cheat. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, in a way, we're, we're thieves. We're thieves. 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 
You're it. Yeah. I'm yeah. it. You're not. No, yeah. Absolutely. But how similar is that to when you start playing something on the piano and you start... You Very start similar. Suddenly yeah. got... Oh, okay. Very similar. You must, you must be listening. Well, I kind of, you know, if I see, I sit down at the piano, I look at it, and then whatever can, you know, whatever way... Sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing. My fingers are just going somewhere. Wow. That's going into there now. The first initial one I thought was seeing it immediately thought porcupine. Yeah. But then now it's completely something different. Well it's got it's got a look it's got a cow like it. It, it looks like something that could be rising from the deep, perhaps. Coming up through the, yeah, through really the water. Mm. Mariana Trench alien. Yeah, I can show you if you'd like to see is it can we open that Sadie? Just a, some of the triples file. See, some of these. These are all just water. Yeah. Question, oh, I like this one, by the way. Where are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is one I particularly like. I'm really fond of this one. It's called the Rat House Scum. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Is that going in the Chris's? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so great. <laughs> I love it. It's the, it's the giant oversized tooth. Yeah. yeah. Is it a tooth or a tongue? No, that's a tongue, and that's oh, okay. the, the teeth above it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he really does look drunk. Just a brief interjection. At this point, we became pretty sidetracked and moved away from the mic to check out some of Ralph's latest drawings and paintings in the next room, and also to rescue a blue tit that had flown inside and was getting quite anxious as a blue tit only can when it sees a dead rat skeleton hanging and dancing in the window below it. I'll leave you all with Ralph, at my request, singing the famous pig song. Again, thank you for listening to The Last of Your Kind, and bearing with my questionable skills as an interviewer, I've been Ed Harcourt. <laughs> I am Ed Harcourt, and I hope you enjoyed the ride, and hopefully you'll jump on the next one. Mahalo. One day in last September, one day in last September, as far as I remember, I was walking down the street with money pride. My heart was all a flutter, and I fell into the dirt, and I found a pig lying by my side. My heart was all a flutter, when I fell into the gutter. I found a pig lying by my side. Yook! Uh, tell the motor bruises by the company he chooses. And the blooming pig got up and walked away. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's the one. That's it, yeah. But you want to do it? What? That's it. Oh, right. That's okay. <laughs> Mike was rolling. <coughs> That's it. Oh, good. So I've got a few bum notes in there. Any, just... Anything you would like to I'd like to say... script parts, dear. I know, I know who you mean. You mean you who the man you mean. <laughs> I mean it. Yeah. I know a... what your idea mean. Yeah, I need... Yeah, I... Uh, what was the other thing oh, there well. was? Trump, 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 Trump. <laughs> Trump, Trump, tiddly bum, tiddly bum, tiddly trump. Trump, 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 tr